0: All the Airbnbs until the to the I started doing theme units. Mm. I'm like instead of making this $2,500 a month profit, I can make anywhere between $5,500 to $10,000 a month.
1: Investing, <laughs> investing more into it. The investing experience. more
0: into it, adding more value. Mm. Like I tell people, you add that value, you gonna always, you gonna always get overcompensated. You know? <laughs>
1: Family and welcome back to another episode of How to Beat the Trap. And today I got a super trapper in the building, my brother Zo the Goat.
0: Peace, What's up, King. Richard King. What's up? What's oh, up?
1: Thank you. Welcome to the trap, man. Yeah, I appreciate
0: it for having me. You
1: familiar me. with this environment? Oh yeah, of course, of
0: course. <laughs> it's comfortable here. Uh, of course, so, memory family? lane.
1: Yes, sir. So listen, we got um we got a goat in the building. In real life, uh, Mr. Zo the Goat, my brother, um, entrepreneur extraordinaire. Uh, family man, God-fearing man who's going to be dropping bars and game on us today. So, Zoe, um, the trap we define as this, a program or system that's designed to entice or entangle you, but secretly designed for the benefit of another, right? So and on this podcast, what we do is we interview and bring in some overachievers, some like unique figures, influencers, entrepreneurs. Who have been able to beat leverage or just supersede America's most infamous traps? All so right. we're gonna talk about your journey today, and we're gonna talk about um, just allow people to pull skills on how to beat the culture trap, the corner trap, the college trap, or the corporate trap, or anything that you, you've experienced during your journey. All right, all right, right. I'm ready. So to yeah, let's get yeah, it. yeah. All that. So listen, <laughs> um, first and foremost, though, what I wanna do instead of us just uh, plowing through the trap, driving around the trap. I want us to stop at the trap. Tell your story of where you are today, and then we're gonna reverse engineer and talk about where it all started. Right. All right. We're gonna work. We're gonna work backwards. So, tell everyone right now. I know you got your hand on so many things. I mean, you are an Airbnb expert, and you do the swaggy Airbnbs. Like you put style on your appreciate Airbnbs, yeah, right? Yeah. yeah. So you got that <laughs> that Airbnb game going right. Short term rentals, also uh, credit expert, also stock expert. Also, just everything, literacy. financial literacy, talk <laughs> right. all that, right? Bring a different element to the game and a lot of authentic- authenticity to the game. So, what I want to do is, um, I know you're very humble, very humble, but I want to give you time to talk your ish and to tell everyone, you know, who Zoda Goat is, what you're doing today, what your mission is, and like what kind of things you got going on. Yeah.
0: So first, you know, Zoda Goat, you know. And a lot of people say, "Zo, do it all." You know, I do the Airbnb, like you said, I do the stocks, I'm a credit coach, crypto, um, anything that's— hustler, a bag, that hustler mentality. But 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 that's me. Like if you ask me to go sing, you ask me to go rap, I'm not I'm not your favorite rapper, or singer. I can't even I can't even dance really. Right. But I can go out here and show you how to get a bag, and I can show you how to you know continue to get a bag for you and your family. So um, I'm able. To, I'm not gonna really talk about me, but I was able to help so many people. Crit their nine to fives, you know. Go out there and, and create wealth for them and their families. You know, I did it for me, but I don't want to brag about me it because it's not about me. It's mm-hmm. for the people. You know, so um, help help thousands of people, man. Like really, and now you know, continue to build it up even more. You know, helping people with their credit, helping people make passive income. You know, so they, they so they can be able to be wealthy for, for their families. They don't have to depend on a nine to five. They don't mm-hmm. have to depend on a business. Because a lot of us think wealth and rich is the same thing, but as you know, it's totally different. Facts. If you got to be there to make money, you only rich. But mm. if, but if you can make money, you don't have to be there. You wealthy now. You know, wealth is determined on how, how trap bars. You know how how well you, how how you can live that lifestyle. You don't have to be there. So, um, so I'm I'm just helping others.
1: So 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 what made you passionate about that? A lot of times we get the game, we get information, we get different hustle strategies, and people just want to hoard it, want to want to keep the information themselves. What made you so, so fluent with? Really, kind of inspiring and educating others.
0: It is really just having a heart. Just ha- just having a heart and just not being selfish. I always have always had that desire to help people. You know, help people. You know, when I had my clothing store. You know, I always had a goal when I had my clothing store to, to make people feel good, make people feel mm-hmm. better than what they was before they came inside my clothing store. No matter if I'm putting them inside a new pair of heels or putting them in a new dress or a new suit, just making people feel good. But when I got into this financial um, literacy game, the word trap the financial literacy track cuz it's a trap right. and in a good way i was able to like help people overcome the the the, the, the race the rat race right. of having to go to a the 9 to 5 the of being a slave to the money right. now i'm teaching people on, on how you can have the money be a slave to you mm. you know how you how you can have your money make money babies your money continue to make money for you no matter if you get work, bar. you know today or the, today or tomorrow you know mm. so it's always just had that heart inside me and i and i know that it's enough for all of us. Right. I I think so many people hold information because they feel like, oh, I'm the only one supposed to be the man. I'm the only one that can drive the new Mercedes. I'm the only one that can be wealthy. No, like like God got so much stuff for us, you know, make make new stuff every day. You know what I'm saying? There's abundance out here. Right, of course. Of course. I just want to see how people win. I just want to see how people run out here, you know. I know if I got an 800 credit score. You got an 800 credit score. Everybody watching got an 800 credit score. We all winning. Mm. Yeah, like, like, your 800 credit score is not taken away from my 800, my 800 <laughs> right. credit score. The bank's got so much money where we all can go to the bank. People banks. act like they
1: stopped making credit scores when they
0: made yours. Right, of course. <laughs> of course. So, you know, I, I just want to see us all win, man. That's awesome. That's awesome. All so, all right, so we got a philanthropist, a social
1: entrepreneur, philanthropist in the building, financial literacy expert. Um, you mentioned Airbnb credit stocks. I also knew you did the Toro game, right. you know, the clothing game, right? And just ch- t- totally knowledgeable there. So, um, are you killing it? You're here in the A. You got your beautiful wife, Miss Miss Shittles, it. right? <laughs> Thank you, you, man. You got your children, all that. Um, tell me about that real quick before we we, we segue. Um, what's family mean to you in, 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 this, in this journey? Yeah, family is
0: everything. You know, um, the way my mama raised me, you know, Uh, When my daddy got killed when I was eight years old, my mama raised us, you know, uh, she was a single parent mom, but she raised five kids, but she raised us so tight. So, you know, always been family oriented, you know, no matter, even my brothers, sometimes we don't talk every day, but, you know, the the love's still there. You know, so uh, I brought that same thing that my mom raised into me and put into me inside of my family now, inside my family and my household, you know, of, of being close and supporting each other and having each other back throughout the ups and downs of life, you know? So family to me is always number one because that stuff money can't buy. You can, you can nice. go get a new car, a new house today or tomorrow, but your family, you can never get that back, you know? So even with my wife, you know, there's been times where she been in a dark place and I had to help bring her out, you know? Cause at the end of the day, we won. Not only she's in a dark place, I'm in a dark mm, place too. Because we, we in a dark right, place. A lot of people don't look at it like that. They look at, oh, my wife is going through it. No, you going through it too. Y'all, y'all the one. You gotta figure, you gotta help her figure it out. Right. You know what I'm saying? So, you know, I had to really learn that, you know, I got I gotta beat up for my family. And, and that's when the balance comes in, especially with this entrepreneur where we get so caught up in, you know, trying to um, you know, make another bag or, or go uh, go go be about our business and we forget the stuff that's behind us, yeah, which yeah. is really the family. Like, it, it's really supposed to be in front of us. Like, we're supposed to be moving as a team. Yeah. You know, so even I said I said to myself, you know what? I got to sacrifice. Yeah, like, y'all got high school friends. We were real cool, but I, I got to be there for my family first because at the end of the day, that's what means more important to me than anything. The business can go away. Cars can go away, get old. But my family, the memories, that's going to be here forever. Absolutely. You know?
1: I forgot who said it, but somebody said, um, your family is your first small business. I think it was my, my, my brother, Danya Kamal. i seen right. him say, your family is your first small business. Right. Like, like, that's the one you need to grow, scale, and automate. Right. Right there. So that, that's yeah. awesome. I appreciate you. And that's why I, I, I respect and love you, because, like, I'm just a man's man. Yeah, I appreciate man. it, Ken. Yeah. And, and, and I love men, men, like people that's willing oh. to stand on that for themselves. But it also is a great example to our community, because many of us didn't grow around, grew up around, you know, um, those kind of men who be consistent, especially family men, right? Right. So right. that's awesome, man. Yeah, yeah. I, mean, so see, so much. yeah. I appreciate
0: that, King. True role model. Yeah, for you sure. already know. Yeah, I get it from the best. <laughs> <Yeah.
1: laughs> appreciate
0: you, brother. No problem. All right,
1: so boom. Um, now, let's reverse a little bit, right? Right. Um, and let's talk about where did Mr. Zoda go? Where'd you start at? Where'd you grow up?
0: How'd you grow up? What was life like coming up? Like I said, my mom was a single parent mom um Since I was eight since 1994. my my daddy got killed by the police so where were you it, born? I was born in columbia south carolina okay you know um so I had to be the man of the household i was i was the um oldest oldest male in my uh, as my in my family you know as a kid, mm-hmm. so I had to grow up at at an early age to really like be a man for my mom you know for you know for my family so you know I started um selling candy in school I started cutting grass around the neighborhood anything just to just to take that load off my mom so I can be independent too. And I can hold down my part and really take that stress off my mom. So um, it, it wasn't a pretty journey, but, right. but at the end of the day, I, I always remember I always enjoyed the journey. And that's one thing I tell people when they go through anything in life. Make sure you enjoy it because it's not going to go how you want it to go. Like I, I didn't like really going and buying candy and going and selling it, but I, I, I found a way how to like it. I find a way to, right. okay, I'm selling now. I got my business. I got my candy business. I don't have my LLC, but I'm making money. Right. You know, and then, like, even getting my first my first job at the age of 15 at McDonald's, you know, flipping Burgers, I lied on the application, I told them I was 16, just to get a real job. You know, I was real, real hungry just to make money. Right. You know, even in high school, I had two, three jobs at one time, especially in the summertime, working wow. at the daycare. You know, so it always was a trap for me. Always was a trap, but that, that trap was better than Always going, always moving on to a different trap. You know, okay, from this trap of making money and, make, making money from school. Now, now I have a, a job making money, um, you know, with multiple jobs. Now I'm moving on to another trap. Now I got my own business in the mall. Now I'm making a crazy amount of money, but right. at the same time I'm in a trap because I gotta be there. If, if I don't go to my, mm. if, like my family went on vacation, I still had to be there because guess what? It was a trap. Right. I'm working for the money. I right. didn't have the money working for me. Right. So I get it. You know, I see
1: where you're going. So let me ask you about, about your upbringing. Um, so understand, rest in power. Your pops. I yeah, appreciate it. Pops was on um, what was killed. Yeah. On um, by the police. Um, would you say financially, your, your, your upbringing was abundant? Was it in the middle? Was it was it was it struggling? How, how was how was
0: that? Oh, aware? it was definitely. It was definitely struggling. It was definitely struggling. It was definitely struggling. But are not, I, if you, somebody looking inside out, they probably say struggling, but I, I wouldn't say struggling. I mean, me, because I feel like I always going to take whatever I have in front of me and make it the best. Right. You know, if I, you know, if I got to eat Chef RD or Oodles and Noodles for the next 60 days, somebody might say you struggling, but to me, it's like, I'm do living. what you got to do. Right. Just to get by. It's like, somebody else got it worse than you. Mm. You know what I'm saying? So <laughs> I had some days, you know what I'm saying? I still got some days. Don't You know, money don't. Don't don't, don't
1: don't fix everything, you know. Of course. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So, um, your pops, um, and just your family in general, um, and were you in, around an environment at all that was, um, part of the corner trap? Yeah,
0: of know? course. I've seen streets? everything. I seen that, I seen it all. Like, you know, I, I ain't gonna lie. I was in middle school, you know, selling bags of weed. Mm. Selling bags of weed. I was in middle school, you know, he's going to lunch. Me, me, and my partner from New York. We, we was in we was in the pan in the bathroom. Four, five, six. You know, craps and all that. Trips, you know what I'm saying? <sighs> so so I've seen it all. Even going to my, even going to my auntie's house and seeing them, you know, bags, bags of weed and, and, and everything. So I grew up around that. I even told mm. myself I, I knew my dad got killed because he got caught up in the street life. I told myself my dad, you know, I told myself that you know when I get to a certain age, I ain't gonna, I'm not, I'm not selling drugs, I'm not selling drugs ever in my life. Mm. But but being around that environment, I got caught up in it. Mm. You know, middle school selling drugs high school selling drugs (laughs) until I started my business at 19, you know, 17 years from now. Now, you know, I have even, you know, even had to even go that way. You know, I was able to beat the trap, you know what I'm saying? Gotcha. And and so going into high school, did you aspire to have a
1: certain career? Was it something you aspired to like what you thought you were going to do when you were going to high school?
0: Yeah. I always wanted to be an entrepreneur. I never knew what it, what it, what it, what it it was going to be, but I always wanted to be an entrepreneur, you know, um, Always had a desire to be the, you know, a boss, or to be a leader. Mm. Um, Always, always like, okay, I I can own a liquor store. Everybody, well, not everybody, but people gonna buy liquor. I can own a barbershop. People need their haircut. But I I never knew what it was. Then it Mm. clicked when I was 19. I was like, I like fashion. Let me open up a clothing store. You know, so, so,
1: so, all right, so cool. So you're going through school. You already were selling
0: candy. You almost got enticed and entangled in, in the corner trap with some little weed. You doing a lot your- of times. Bro, I ain't gonna lie. But it, it's been some times where I ain't gonna lie. remember one time where the, where the cafeteria lady came and got me out of class. was like, hey, I, I, I just got, I just got a um, notice that the, that the resource officer is going to search you after lunch. Mm. She told me because she really, she really liked me like that. Like I was, I was a very respectful man, and she just connected with me. And then you know, so I you know I make sure I I hid my my my, my stuff work. Yeah, <laughs> right yeah. or I hid it somewhere. And best believe, sis block, they came. We need you get, we need you out of class. We need to search you. Da da da. And she you, gave you know what I'm saying? Right. Changed your life. It ain't <laughs> but, That was nothing but God, though. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so there plenty of times where I was able to, you know, by the grace of God, escape it. And I, you know.
1: Right. All right. Cool. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm gonna come back to that in a little bit. <laughs> Peace, family. Let me pause our program real quick. King Zoda Goat just came through and is giving a trap bars. Family, if you want to tap into Mr. Zoda Goat, and his amazing programs, coaching and mentorship, all you got to do is go to www.trappartners.com. That's right, www.trappartners.com to see our amazing partners, including this special with Mr. Zoda Goat. And it's amazing game and strategies he's offering us right now. So make sure you tap in and we'll go back to our regular schedule program. Start your store. What was that process like? Starting your first store. Like, what was like the first thing you did? Like, yeah, you know? it,
0: it, it was. It was like, it was like one of the best things I have ever done in my life. It was like, cause if I felt like I bet it on myself, I feel like so much, you know. Throughout, I feel like I grew up so fast. Where I was, you know, I didn't really have no real business. I was selling candy. Okay, business, but it was no real official business. Mm. But uh, my store it was like, okay, I got my business license. I got actual like products. That I'm, I'm gonna put on the shelves and sell. I, I don't have a, I don't have a dime in my name. I spent my last fifteen thousand at the age of nineteen. I, I didn't have a dime in my name. Like I spent all my money on inventory to have mm. inventory for months just in case anything happened. You got some um, to sell. Right, right. <laughs> but but it was a book that really changed my changed my my mindset and really taught me about investing. And that book was like Rich Dad Poor Dad. Yep. You know. So um, it, it it was like one of the best things i and, and a lot of people I ain't gonna lie. You know, Jay. A lot of people come in this entrepreneur work. They be nervous. They be, I ain't gonna lie, I was ready for it. My mom asked me, you know, she was on the couch. She asked me, like, you ready You ready to do it? Because we had no entrepreneurs in my family, except street entrepreneurs. Right. I was like, yeah, I'm ready. I'm ready to make it happen. What's the worst case that can happen? <laughs> right, 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 <laughs> you know? right. So, so yeah, what made you take that mentality, right? A lot of people do get scared
1: going um, into the business. What made you have that mentality? Like, yo, I'm good. I'm ready. What's the worst thing that can happen? Some people feel like the world gonna end, right? Right. Like, like, what, what gave you that kind of courage to just jump
0: out there? I mean... I love, I love challenges. I mean, I saw even some people, they probably look at my Instagram like, dang, he walking a tiger. Oh, he got the liger in the backseat of the, the Rolls Royce. You know what I'm saying? Like, I like to do stuff different. Yeah. I feel like, like if you do stuff the same, you, you're never growing in life. Like, a plant, a flower is not the same size most of the time this, this time next year. Mm-hmm. Even, if, even, if the, even if the frost come and you got to cut it down, next season, next year, that, that, that plant is going to grow more than what it was the year before. So I always tell people like it's always about the growth. Like I'm, I'm always trying to grow. Do something different. Right. Like, even with my wife, like like I'm, I'm, always trying to do something different. Take her to a different restaurant. Take her to a different place. Um, and just and just really do something different. Yeah, I love that about yeah. you. Always progressing. Yeah, appreciate it. So, but
1: I ain't gonna let this slide, y'all. He just said he was walking a tiger,
0: <laughs> and you had what in the back of the Rolls Royce? I had a liger. It was a tiger. It was a tiger and a lion. Um, a liger, right? A liger is big, big. I never so, heard of a liger. I'm talking about like big, big and hungry.
1: <laughs> so you had a liger, a lion uh, tiger,
0: right? In a backseat of the Rolls Royce. Backseat of a Rolls Royce. I was like an hour away from Dubai. Um, I always wanted to do it. I, I seen like <laughs> I seen people take the small ones. They said the only one that was available was the big one. <laughs> and, I, and 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 I did it. And I asked the guy like, how many people did this, um, you know, before me? He was like, y'all the first ones. I was like, wow. But he told me after. <laughs> like, he was like y'all the first customers that actually did it like we don't like uh, anybody else just come and take a picture with it that's it you said get in the back like in the back get in the back
1: <laughs> <laughs> that's Bro. how you know you got entrepreneur energy like all yeah. you got to be a risk taker you know <laughs> <laughs> My brother Z- zoda goat I'm trying to tell you <laughs> all right so cool you go through the store process um and now like walk us into like the evolution of the store and into you know, any other businesses that you, you were able to come across?
0: Yeah, so I was doing the store. Um, actually, I had a kiosk in the mall to keep it real. I had a kiosk in the mall. But I started making so much money, I had to go get another kiosk, like two kiosks back-to-back because mm-hmm. I started making so much money. And this you know? is South Carolina. South Carolina. So I, made, I started making more money than the stores. I had New Era, I had an account with New Era. That's when—I don't know about New Era now. New Era, cap, yeah. New Era fitted caps. New Era fitted caps. You had to have a $10,000 first order. To, to open up an account with them. You just can't walk in and call them and say, hey, I want to open up an account. Mm. So I had a New Era account. So I was customizing New Era hats, you know, I-95, eight my, my, um, the logos, the 803s, 843s. Yeah. I, was, I had better hats than Hatware and, and other stores in the mall. So I was, I was making more money than, the, than yeah. them. This is your early 20s. Early 20s. Yeah. So my my first, I, by the age of 21, I made my first, like, actual six figures, like mm. $100,000 cash. You know, I remember that um, on my mama. Singing like, clothes. Singing clothes. Singing clothes. This was, opened my business in 2005. This is like in 2007, like Christmas time. I remember mm-hmm. my, my brother, my witness. Like, we was on my mama. I was still standing, standing at my mom's house. I had $90,000 cash, and I had like $10,000 in the bank. I showed my brother. Like, he, I, had, I had needed somebody to be my witness. I was like, <laughs> I'm going to show my brother this because he got to be my witness. You know what I'm saying? I'm like, I got to show this. I need a witness to Right, this right. in real life. <laughs> <laughs> and, and that's when, that's when Jeezy was, was, had that song. You know, I can't fit 100,000 in my Sean John jeans. Yeah. So I was I was like, okay, okay. But I was like, that's when that greed kicked in. I was mm. like, dang, I made 100,000 with one kiosk. Well, this is why I didn't have no store then. This is like, one, like two kiosks. I, I called it a store because that where I ran it. Fast. Right. But I was like, dang, what if I had five of them? I, dang, I could have made five hundred thousand right, dollars right, if that right. greed kicked in. <laughs> every, that greed, that greed, gonna kill you every time. You know, so, so I ended up. I, I swear, Jay, in and, and less than less than a year, I opened up five more stores because I had that mentality. Like, man, I, I need to have one in Florence. I need to have one in Charleston, South Carolina. So I had like two in Charleston. I had one in Florence. I had another one in Columbia. At another mall. Opened up five stores. I, I was the age of twenty-one. I had like thirty-three employees, like really on payroll. 33 employees by the age of 20 by the by the age of by the age of big flex 21 um, had 33 employees big flex Looked good right. but at the same time I was I was I was losing money I didn't <laughs> have no system set in place right. I had people stealing money for, I had people stealing inventory mm. I I had I had not, not not I mean the people that was working for me they got so busy stealing that they couldn't even watch the other people the customers from stealing because they got so busy just taking I was, like, I was so I scaled up so fast. I didn't have a mentor, right. so that's why I tell people get get a, get some get a mentor so they can you know get you there quicker. You might think you're getting there quicker, but really you you going down a road right. that you probably you, don't you know nothing you're being about.
1: Cheap, you think you'd be cheap not right. getting a mentor, and you done just
0: lost a big deal. Right. Because honestly, that hundred thousand I made, I lost that, I lost that that a year later. I was mm. like hundred thousand dollars in a in a hole. Mm. Like I was negative a hundred thousand. I had so many people stealing from me, bro. You lost two. Yeah. So I had new error. I, I was doing so much business with them that I had new era to this day. You know, I had a credit line. Eventually, they gave me a credit line because I was spending so much money. So I, I had this credit line that I owed. I owed them for like it was like seventy-five thousand. I had another company that had these race car companies called JH Design. I owed I owed them about another fifty thousand. And hold, I ain't had no cash because everybody was stealing. But I but but I had that integrity where I had to call them and tell them like, hey, you know, I went going through some tough times, but I'm gonna pay you your money. Like mm-hmm. if I gotta pay you interest, whatever it is, I'm gonna make sure you get your money. So it was never a time where, where they why? Nev- never was a time where they had to like keep calling me or send collections. I was I always kept my word, and I and I ain't gonna lie, I paid everybody back their money. I got back on my feet, and like honestly, this is like 2006, 2007, before the recession hit. Mm. So but but the thing about it was I knew okay if I could make it through those dark times when the recession did hit, I was like this nothing. There's nothing. I can come out with 200000 So put us in that mind frame real, real quick, right? For
1: entrepreneurs that, you know, and legacy builders and those who want to beat the corporate right. trap or the corner trap or whatever. Here you are up on a high. Got be right. feeling good. 21 employees, 100000 right? Cash, all that. And now you are down a couple hundred grand. Like, what's your, what's your mood? What's your emotions like going through that? And like, this is your real life.
0: Right. How are you feeling at that time? I ain't gonna lie, man, it, it, it was dark, bro. I ain't gonna lie, I, I ain't gonna act like I was tough, but it was dark, but I knew I couldn't stay in that dark place. I know mm. I had to isolate myself because the people, my childhood friends, my family, they you know—they ain't no entrepreneur, they ain't lose $100,000 and tell me get back on my feet. Mm. So I had to like read a lot of books of other entrepreneurs that made millions of dollars, billions of dollars, no matter what, what color they was, no matter what the political race they was, I read books and their stories motivated me. Mm. I'm like, wow, this man right here lost Five million, ten million dollars, twenty million dollars. He was about to lose everything, but he had to work it out with the banks. But he eventually worked it out, and now right. he's back on top. If he did that with a few a few million dollars, I could do that with a couple hundred thousand dollars. I I can overcome this dark yeah. place. So you know, I had to I had to I had to, I had to find my mentors because mm-hmm. like it wasn't on Instagram back then. It wasn't no Facebook where you can go. Oh, I can I got I got my Jay Morrison. Right. I got my Zodigo. I can, I can hit him up. I can pay him whatever it is to be, you know, to get that guidance.
1: Gotcha, and so um, how'd you end up correcting the business model to grind it all and get it back and pay everybody off? Like what'd you do
0: different in business? I, I st- started focusing on what I had in front of me. Cause before I was focused on made this money. I, foc- I started focusing on what I, what's not in front of me. What can I get now? Mm. And I was missing out on, on important the important thing with my baby. And I started worrying about these other kids that I didn't even that I didn't even raise yet or nothing. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> when I had a kid right here, so I, I got back to the basics. Scale down. Yeah, nah, yeah, I scaled down. I did. I scaled down. I went back to like I went to back like two stores. Then the year after that, i was like, you know, I'm gonna go back to one store. And I'm mm-hmm. like, dang, I'm making more money with one store versus five stores. I'm mm-hmm. like, dang, everybody around when I had five stores, was like, dang, you doing good, man, man, dang, you got five stores. I know you eating. Dang, you know that that's that just an illusion. Right. That just that's just what your eyes see. Right. You know what I'm saying? Did, did, did that play to your
1: ego at all, or any of that? Like the, yeah, it humbled the, the, me. The, the, but even saying like the admiration that people like yo,
0: you got five stores.
1: Does that make you feel like
0: yeah, I mean, a little, a little? But I knew I wanted more. Gotcha. Yeah, I knew I wanted and the money more. Wasn't there. And, and and then I knew what it was. I'm like, I'm really ain't making that much money. Like right. I'm being you gotta be real with yourself. <laughs> Everybody can pump you up all day, but you, you got to go home and be real with yourself in the mirror, like. They acting like I'm doing good, but I really ain't. Right. They ain't got it like that. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? To get all that, right. get all this facade stuff. I need a bank. Right. Uh, Give me the money. Right. Give me the money. So boom. So you grind it out, get everybody paid back, and then what's next for you? What's next is just getting back on my feet. I was getting on my feet every year to start moving on up, you know, in my business. Not Mm. trying to go go get establish another business is focus on what I had in front of me, focus on growing my store. I eventually took that kiosk that I went back to, and, and I, was, I was forced into to have my own clothing store in the mall now, an actual an uh, uh, inline store, an mm. actual store they could walk into. You know, so I was building that up. Had had customers coming from an hour away, two hours away, just to shop, because I created an experience, you know, where, you know, a lot of people, they probably, there's a country town where I'm from, Columbia, so mm. some people, some people, not everybody, but some people that have the money to buy the Louis Vuitton and the Gucci. And then when I was going to Gucci and Louis Vuitton, I was seeing their customer service. I'm like, they bring bringing champagne out on glasses. Right. They make you feel special. I'm like, I'm, I'm going to bring that back to my community. Mm. Even though they, they buying this $100 outfit or whatever, I'm going to bring the champagne out. So mm. I brought that out and it brought the value up. Now people coming, and they talking like, we're going to Magic Feeling City. Good. We, go, we, we buying our stuff in Magic City. We going to Magic City. I was City. gonna ask you what's the name yeah, of the store. Magic City. We going to Magic, Magic City. Magic City was named right. your store. Right. right. We going to Magic City. <laughs> right. Right. Because going to lie, I, I named it Magic City. I got got inspired from coming to Atlanta. You know, back in the days in BML before they got locked up, and I seen how Atlanta was. I was like, wow, this this the move out here. This the vibe, right? Like, nice cars and party. The vibe was was on point. So I'm like, I like the name Magic City. Magic City was popping then. They probably still popping now, but they was really popping. Yeah. Really popping. I'm like. I'm bringing. I'm. I'm gonna call my store Magic City. Uh, that probably felt good. <laughs> I'm about to go to the mall, go to Magic City, Right. And quick. Yo, good. We had, the, we, had the, we had the we had the red carpet rolled out. We had the the champagne, the ciroc, whatever they want. We had the glasses, man. We we had it all, man. Yeah, we had it all. Like, we we had we made the ladies feel special. Like we we started making so much money, man. We we just we had lines out the door, bro. Wow. Like, Where were you real. getting inventory from? There all over the place. Um, I'll be honest, like L. A. Um, you know, going overseas to a lot of shows. Like I started going to, like Paris fashion shows, wow. just to get new pieces. I was like heavy into the fashion, man. So um, New York, you gonna know New York too. Um, just going, I, I was all over. Like, all, like even when I do my 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 other stuff these days, when I'm shopping for you know my other businesses. I shop all over. I just don't limit myself to you know one gotcha. one. one so at this place. time,
1: you're not thinking about no job. You ain't thinking about no corner. You ain't think thinking about, about think, college. You ever consider college coming out of no, high school?
0: That, that book, Rich Dad Poor Dad. He said, no. Yeah, I ain't gonna <laughs> lie. And it's crazy, because I, I, I ain't gonna lie. I had a free ride to college. My mom was a single parent. Um, you know, her job at that time wasn't making that much. So I had a free ride. I, like, I actually got my schedule. But I read that book, Rich Dad Poor Dad. They was like, man, I'll go to school, hmm. what, basically.
1: How, what college were you, were you all considering? I
0: was going to midwest Tech. I was going to be a nurse. Wow. I was going to be a male nurse, honestly. Because I was like, you know, they it's a high demand. You know, you never got to worry about getting laid off. There's a high demand for a nurse. You know, you got to worry about, it, you know money. So what's one principle, because I've read *Rich Dad, for Dad. Right. What's one principle in that book
1: that made you kind of make that switch of, um, you know what? Nah, I'm not going to be a nurse. I'm not going to college. I'm about to pursue entrepreneurship, independence.
0: Right, because it basically was saying that a lot of the stuff they teach in school, honestly, we really didn't need it. Like, right. not let's say we don't. I'm not going to say it like that. The average person don't need like, even, I ain't gonna lie, like, even looking at my son' homework last year, I'm like, AP plus 9D. I'm like, what the hell? What the hell is, like, what, what is this? <laughs> like, what are, they, what are they teaching these kids? Like, they don't need this to survive. They need to learn about this crypto, this credit. They, right. they need to learn how to buy a home, learn how to buy a quadruplex. You know what I'm saying? Like, right. they teach them a whole bunch of stuff they really don't need. Right. You know, so um uh, reached that point that really broke it all the way down. And, and, and to the, the get to your answer, the thing that really took me from that book that really was like... This makes sense. He was like, the rich get richer because they buy more assets than liabilities. I'm like, wow, I need some assets. Mm. I, need, I, need, I need, to open up a business. I need to create some stuff so I can have some money coming in. Like, so that, so that, that that's one thing that was like, 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 like even I'm homeschooling, I'm, I'm homeschooling my son right now, and that's one of his, one of, one of his, um, you know, assignments is rich that poor dad. Mm. And, and and when I'm schooling him, uh, when that when that part came up, I had to tell him. That son, this is very important a lot because this this what this what breaks a lot of athletes entertainers. This is why they go broke. This is why you see people with seventy five million dollar contracts, and you look up they don't have nothing to show for it. Culture they don't, trap. They don't buy no, they, they don't have more assets than liabilities. You can live that lifestyle. You can drive that Rolls Royce. You can live in that that 10,000 square feet mansion, but mm-hmm. have no assets to back them up. To make you money.
1: Not earn income, right. but, but the passive, passive. income. Passive. Right. And what right. happens is, but the whole world has told us, right? That's the cultural trap. Right. Like the whole culture, the whole world has told us, just earn money, get money, and spend money. Be a consumer. Right. right? But the corporations are getting richer. But whether you're an entrepreneur, ball player, or whomever, if you're not, you, if you if you're not balancing that asset and liability column, and you're just a big consumer with a bunch of bread, you're eventually going the wrong, the wrong track.
0: Right, of course. Of course. And then, honestly, you, you they, back in the days, we didn't know. Right. So it's like, now, they can't say that no more. I mean, they can't they can't really say it. it, it, it the, the information want is out it there in your face. Yeah, you don't want information is out there in your face. You're like, I ain't got no money. But how your credit score look? Your credit score's good. You know what? Wells Fargo, well, they got this active cash card. They doing 15 months with 0% APR. That means you don't pay no interest for 15 months with this credit card. This Wells Fargo active cash card. They're going to give you the money, no interest. Go take that money. Go invest it. Right. Go get you a theme You do unit. you know how to do that? Of course. The, the knowledge is out here. You got right. course. I got course. We got mentorships, whatever. The asset, do you really want it? That's, that's the question. That's, that's the question. Do you want, you want to get out of this trap? Mm. Do you really want a better life? Because I had to make that that's the decision I had to make for me and my family. Do I want a better life? Right, you know what I'm saying? Or do you want a better excuse to stay strapped? Right, to, to, of, course. Stay trapped? of course, You want a better <laughs> life or a better excuse oh, to you stay want trapped? A better, right.
1: <laughs> you're like, oh, I got a good excuse. You know, right. I grew up like this. Right. Oh, I got a good excuse. My credit score. I got a good e-. man. No excuses, just results. Get to it. Right, right. Absolutely. All right. So boom. So boom. You, you're rolling into the. Uh, you're rolling with the the clothing store, making money. How do you get into this? Phase of serial entrepreneurship where you're like now in real estate, you're now yeah. in all those different good, metros. question, bro. Yeah, hey, how'd you get there?
0: So I had a guy. He actually went to. Um, he actually not living right now, but uh, rest in peace. His name was Love. He the one that told me about the book Rich Dad Poor dad. It was like crazy. Like my if, if, like if my life was a movie, he'd be like one of the stars, like one of the key players. He the one when I was working at Sonic Drive-In, where I was, you know you know had my nine to five whatever, and I was buying shoes from him. And taking them and selling for a higher price. I probably was buying the, the, the Jordans back then for like $60, taking it and selling it for like $90, $100, making that $50 spread. But he saw the hustle. And he was like, you know what? You need to read that book, Rich That Poor Dad. I was, I, was at, I was working at Sonic. It was like 17 years old. He's like, man, I, I see the hustle in you. You need to read that, with that book, Rich That Poor Dad. I'm going to buy it and give it to you. So mm. I read it, changed my life. He was selling shoes. I started selling shoes too. Like, I had a clothing store. But I was selling shoes, too. I was, back, I was going to the flea market selling. That was back then with Jordan was hot, hot. Like, people wanted the custom Jordans. Right. He was selling shoes. I was selling shoes. I would have my table. He had his table. And a couple years down the line, I'm doing, you know, I ain't selling shoes no more. I'm like, okay, I'm focused on the clothing store now. I'm just focused on the store. Like, man, focus on the store. But he saw I was still grinding. He was like, man, I'm proud of you. Man, I need, I need to put you on this real estate. So I, did, I need to show you, man, you know what? I know you got a lot of money sitting. But you know what? You can go buy these houses for, like thirty thousand but they really worth like $60,000, 70000 You probably got to put like $5,000, $10,000 in. Man, 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 you can get wealthy like this. I got, he's like, I got all my lawyer friends. That's all they're doing. I'm like, okay, bet. Right. So How old were you then? I was, this is like 2012. So this was maybe about almost 10 years ago. Gotcha. Going on 10 years, about 9, 10 years ago, like 25, 26, I was like, okay, bet. I'm still living at my mom's. Like I'm still living at my mom. You know, so you're stacking up Them bills yeah. low, stacking yeah. up. You know what I'm saying like, okay, I'm sleeping on the twin bed, full size bed, whatever. My son coming over here and there. Like we are gonna make it work, right. <laughs> Stack up. So for like that next two or three days, he he's giving me game on the real estate, like like going on Zillow, riding riding that riding looking at property. Like look look at this apartment complex, look at these houses. Look thirty thousand. Look 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 at the look at the comps. He's he's showing me the whole game. I'm like mm. wow. I'm so devastated because I always wanted to get in real estate because I know all the wealthy people, they make money off of real estate. Like they say, well, God ain't making no more land. Facts. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> so, so he gave me the whole game. I was so, man, I felt I like I was like a rebirth. I'm like, wow, this is how they doing it. So I ain't going to lie, I bought my first property like maybe three months after that. You know what I'm saying? I bought a property, I ain't going to lie, it was like 60, My well, matter of fact, no, my first property was 50000 a uh, nice 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 neighborhood but i did the comps on it it was worth like 120 mm-hmm. i was like wow i can like i can get my money back i can start making money and then, and i start and I, and I and i and i put on the market got my tenant that same week did you finance it or you pay cash no, i paid cash 50 cash i paid cash all my properties before i ain't know nothing about no credit i ain't know nothing about none of that i had money sitting i paid cash make the money work right make the money work i was like okay <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I paid, I paid cash for my first couple properties. Gotcha. First one was like 50. The second one was like 65. Probably put like five or ten thousand in both of them, like got it up, got it up, put the laminated floors, the um countertop, you know, did, redid everything. Yep. Um but that's that's when I started because like this is wealth. Like I was mm. so busy going to my business every single day to make money, but I was like, I'm getting a check every month and I don't have to be there. This is wealth. Right. So I started doing that. I started doing that every year. At least buying a property or two. Every year, man. Wow.
1: wow. <laughs> yeah. Then how many was uh, at the height of your portfolio, how many properties did you have?
0: That I own seven. Seven? Yeah, so, that I own like, seven okay. properties. Before I got into Airbnb and stuff, you, you know. Got you got you, yeah,
1: you it. Right. you're gonna get yeah, so boom, so you got properties they got equity in them many of them cash you got right. cash flow
0: all, all that and, and I, I ain't gonna lie jay a, a lot of people would really think, dang like zoe why you don't stay i'm still at my mom and i had rental properties i had rental properties paid for cash still living at my mom house sleeping on a like a full-size twin a small behind bed mm. you know what i'm saying because i understand like man i need, I need to create some wealth gotcha. you know what i'm saying so even to this day now they see me like taking care of my mom that's because she really she really, you know, she held me down. Right. You know? She, what I'm saying? she invested in you right. early. So yeah. so so what people would say about you, that didn't affect you
1: and, and how you made your moves? Cause what people would say, what they thought you should be, what your peers would say.
0: Uh, people only say, people only say what they see. Mm. People don't people can't say nothing bad that don't see nothing bad. Mm. So I ain't, I ain't had to show, I to show people whatever I didn't want to show them. Right. Like even my everyday car, people don't really don't see that. You know what I'm saying? So gotcha. people don't really people didn't know. Um, People that really know me personally that really rocked out with me they knew I had the money to right. to, to stay um to buy a house cash event you know of course if I have rental properties that I pay for cash if I got properties they right. know he's just doing that just to do that gosh so it was a, they, I had somebody tell me that like it's a difference when you a certain age and you got to do that but it was like right but you got to live at home yeah you got to like you ain't got no other choice cuz you you just want to you just want to bum out or whatever but it but it but it but it but it's different when you you don't have to but you still do it. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Mm. I got you. That, that, that's, that, that's power right <laughs> right, there. right, right, right. But yeah, at the that's same strategy. time, this is what we come talk about. This is how you, you gotta figure out a way to beat the trap. you worried about what your peers talking about? Are you are you are you worrying about who you really are, who who deep inside. Right. Like a car don't make me, a house don't make me, stuff so go to this stuff so go away to them tomorrow. That's
1: why I respect you, that's why I love you because bro, it, bro. you drive nice cars now. Right. You'll be on all kinds of vacations and houses and all that. Right. But it literally doesn't make you because it didn't make you in your foundation. Right. Of course. Right? Of so, course. like, if your foundation was different and it made you, you'd be chasing those things. You just do those things as you choose. I can tell. I've been with you. Yeah, I appreciate it, kid. You do those things as you want to or when they
0: make sense because you're not—it's just you're, you're in control. Right. Of course. Of course. And I tell people, you got, you got to stay humble. Because I feel, like, I, feel like when I, well, I feel like when I did, when I did lose those five stores, I feel like I did get, I did start, I started feeling myself before. Mm-hmm. Like I'm like, I got five stores. Like, you know, w- anybody that had money, if you really had money, money for the first time, you, 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 that that get your head. That, 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 <laughs> you can feel yourself. Like you, you like, I ain't like, I'm always gonna have it like this. I'm I'm the man. But then again, God bring you back down like you really ain't the man like you think you are. Like you really ain't really the man. Bring it on down, buddy. Right, <laughs> of course. It's like, I tell people, like, I, I stay humble now because it's like they say, you, you it's better for you to humble yourself yeah. versus God gotta humble you. Like, it's yeah. probably humble you like you never... <laughs> and see, that's
1: the thing. People that's not humble now because they ain't have that
0: yeah, smack up yet. They never had it. They never had it. So, so honestly, Jay, like, even with this whole Instagram, social media stuff, I, I can see I can see cats and see, see people. I can tell... They never had no money before. I can tell how the way they act, uh, or the way they mindset. I y'all smell
1: like new money. You know y'all talk like new money. Y'all act like new money. Y'all post like new money. Right. Of course. And that's cool because we've all been there. Right. I remember being up a few million, coming out of the streets, coming up, in, coming up into real estate, and, bro, I literally thought I was God. Right. Like, I literally thought like that. I literally, when my, 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 my middle daughter London, when her mom was pregnant, I thought she was going to be a boy. I was going to name my son Jesus because I thought I was God.
0: Wow. I'm like, yo, I made it out
1: of the street trap. I did this. Right. I made it here. And now I'm up millions in real estate, I already made hundreds of thousands of streets. You can't tell me nothing. And nobody could tell me, tell me nothing until I blew through all of that, went bankrupt, went broke, and was humbled, depressed, right. crying. Literally, grown man crying, borrowed money from his mom, 30 years old. Like, yo, I'm so stupid, I messed it all up. Right. That's why I move how I move now. Right. None of this stuff don't jade me, don't fade me. I don't got to have the car. Bro, I got the rollie, I got the small one because I like the small right, one. I don't need like the big you, face because y'all say you have the big face. I don't need the big face. Right. I don't need the bust down. Right. I like what I have. I like this one. Of course. None of that moves me, King. None of that, like, because, bro, I don't even want to go there again. Right. I know the feeling when I go there. And what God could do when you go there, I, look, I'm scared. I'm gonna say right on here, Of course. my little moderate lane, and y'all can have all that.
0: Right, right, of course. <laughs> I love how you move, King. I, yeah, love I appreciate how you that, man. I mean a lot, brother. All right, so you made those moves,
1: and then you just started spreading out in entrepreneurship, etc. Um, obviously the credit space you talked about. Yeah, right. right. I know you've been in the Toro space and all of that. How does Airbnb play a part in, in your wealth building journey?
0: Airbnb played a. a, a- Good part because you know, before with my properties, I was I was making money from long-term rental. And if y'all don't know, long-term rental, we, you know, traditional real estate, you know, buy property uh, and you know, you get that check every first of the month or once a month, like you know, most landlords. So when I got introduced to Airbnb, it was a gift and a curse. Me and my wife is on a um Airbed. Um, and we was like, you know what? Um, instead of going back to Atlanta, because she was in the New York then, she got fired from a company. Uh, instead of going back to um, New York, I mean going back to Atlanta and now we gotta sleep on the airbed, and now we gotta lose, you know, lose this apartment or pay more to get out to get out our lease. You know what? We're gonna put it on Airbnb. That's that's back then when Airbnb was like first fresh, kind of on the East Coast. You no, know, it was on the West Coast, LA kind of first in New York, but that's like the first time. And it was like, okay, we're gonna put it on Airbnb, this app that they have where people are booking in like hotels. And We gonna put it on there. So it's new, y'all right, feeling it out, this right. and, out. And, and, and we was like, we just wanted, we just wanted enough enough guests to make enough money just to pay for our overhead, so we don't have to pay for, for pay for the rent because my we were staying in Manhattan, you know, one bedroom apartment, forty five hundred wow. a month. The parking, you know, the park, the park, the car was another five hundred dollars a month. So he's paying five grand, not even including lights, lights and cable and whatever. Just for this one bedroom small apartment in Manhattan. Not to mention New York, a bottle of water is like ten dollars. Like
1: everything expensive. Crazy, of course. So you had a bill in Atlanta, right? You had a bill that that that, that, that apartment would be a bill to you. You're saying, right?
0: It, gotcha. it, it would have been a bill. The, the apartment was in the, in New York, so it would have been a bill. Oh, okay. But we turned that liability to an asset. Oh,
1: so Airbnb the New York
0: property. In New York first. Gotcha. The Airbnb New York first. Um. The, Made more money than what we thought. We was like, dang, we making it. We Well, we ain't fade us. We like, okay, it's better than better than what we expected. Right. So we, you know, how has, much was that New York property going for on Airbnb, like a day or night? I think it was like three hundred to four hundred a night, all like on a weekday. Gosh. Gotcha. And then weekends like five hundred to six hundred. So you needed to rent out about ten to fifteen days a month. Yeah, just to cover just to cover the overhead. Gosh. Gotcha. Ten to fifteen days out of the month, about to cover the overhead. But it was booked. It's people people booking for like two weeks at a time. Um, three weeks at a time I was like, dang good, good money Like passive income You know, still good Right So, you know The lease came up Got out Move, move everything Sold some stuff Gave some stuff away Gave some stuff away to family Because we didn't want to take everything back to Atlanta But, you know A year later You know, I was able to uh, You know, get off that airbed And buy my wife You know, our dream home You know, five mm. bedroom home It was just me and her at the time <laughs> um, So we was out the airbed Because I, I, want, I wanted to We wore her you know, from you know overcoming this dark place, I really wanted to lift up, so like let, let me go ahead and just get us a house be nice. but the thing about it was I still have my my store three hours away in the, in the in, in the Carolinas, so when I go back to the Carolinas, my wife is like, "I don't want to go this five bedroom home by myself, like can we get an airbnb <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> in, in Atlanta like right like in the buckhead somewhere, so I ain't got to drive home to this house be by myself when you go away to your business, I'm like, okay, cool, we can do the same thing because i'm like. I don't mind getting it as long as it, it paid for itself. Right. I don't mind getting an Airbnb or an apartment as long as it paid for itself. So I got one at the Cyan, C-Y-A-N. I got my first Airbnb in Atlanta at the Scion. Floor to the windows, nice, granite quartz countertop, surround sound. So, you know, it's the same thing. My wife was standing there. She, was, she, she, she eventually got pregnant, we you know about my daughter. Um, I was going back and forth. And in the days that she wasn't standing there, we, go, we, we were standing at our house when I was putting on Airbnb to, to pay for itself. And mm-hmm. it was like making money. I'm like, dang, she's staying here probably like 10 days out of the month. And the other days is getting rented out. What if she didn't stay there? Right. Like, we'd really be making a, you know, $2,500, $3,000 a month profit after everything is paid for. It. So I got another Airbnb. Mm-hmm. Start like, wow, this is just for the business. This is the start the business. Started making money. I'm like, dang, this is some good money. $3,000 a month profit. Got another Airbnb. Got another. I'm like, dang, it's good.
1: <laughs> Stumbled on that right, thing Right
0: So I tell people all the time You just need one You yeah. ain't gotta have Thousands of Airbnbs To make money Just start off with one Right
1: Right right <laughs> Chip away at it Right of course Gotcha mm-hmm. And so um, At the height of your Airbnb investing
0: What would what, that look like for you? The height was Okay we was up about About 12 units And I was like I want to do something different And it was that time When I really Got really tapped into credit Because I'm like mm-hmm. I got everything I got cash got a house, but I don't really have no credit. And mm-hmm. one of my guys, he was a branch manager. He was telling me about, you know, all these wealthy people. He was like, man, they got, he was like, he was like I'm gonna tell you a story. He was like, he was like one lady came in here and cashed a check for 500,000. I'm like, God dang, I'm like, what she did, what she do? He was like, her husband died, she got a life insurance check. I'm like, dang, I had life insurance then, but I ain't had life insurance like what I have now. So right. I got more life insurance. Then he told me about another story. He was like, man, all these wealthy people come in here, man, they got lines of credit. Even though they got money in the bank, they got lines of credit. I'm like, you know what? I need to give me some line, line of credit. So I went to, I, I went to TD Bank. I'm going to give y'all the bank. I went to TD Bank. I applied for $50,000 line of credit. I ain't need it. I just applied for it. I'm of like, course. these wealthy people got it. Let me apply for it, too. That's a cultural trap right there, too, to feel like to get a credit card or credit
1: line means you are broke or that you need it, like you right. need somebody. No, nah, it's not that we need it. It's that we actually want to use their money right. as opposed to our money or have the
0: option to Whenever we want, it's just more liquidity, right? Of course, of course. So I didn't get that fifty thousand dollar line of credit that I applied for. They, but but I I didn't get denied, but they gave me a lower amount. They gave me fifteen thousand. Mm. And the lady, they knew me from you know coming in there, you know depositing money, making withdrawals, and just being a good member. The lady, the branch manager came. She's a Caucasian lady. She came. Her name Lynn. She still worked to this day. She called me the other day, but she came to me. This is about eight eight years ago, probably. She she was like. We know you're a good person. We know you're a good member. We know you've been in business for a long time, but you don't have no credit. She was like, mm-hmm. "We could have gave you that fifty thousand if you if your credit score was good." She said, "You pay everything with cash. That's how you messing mm-hmm. up, Zo." Yep. Um, she called me, she called me by my first name. So <laughs> she said, "That's how you messing up, Zo." So she was like, "You need to do like what like how my like what my other member do who have a business, pay everything with your credit card, and then when you get that statement in the mail, just pay it off. Because one thing about the banks, they love to see activity." I was like, "Wow." I've been, um, it. I've been doing that, I've doing it wrong the, the whole entire way, spending millions of dollars in business and not getting no cash back, not getting no reward points, not building my credit score up so I can use OPM. Yeah. So I was to that day, that, that debit card was like a bad taste. I I was like, you know what, I got a credit card, I ain't using, it. let me start using this, start using this, and start building my credit. Mm. And I I took my credit score, Jay, all the way from the low sixes to the high eight in mm. like less than a year. Just by that tactic that she gave me. I didn't have no collections on my credit report. I didn't have no late payments because I was paying everything with cash. Right. But I was able to take my credit score all the way up just by that tactic that that lady gave me. Absolutely. Family, you got to understand that credit is the ability to make payments over
1: time. Like, you can't have credit without having credit. Right. And you got to just make payments over time, period. Of course. A lot of times we think we're balling because we're paying for something cash, but.
0: Right. again, that's a cultural trap. Right. And you know, you know, not only that, not only that, they keep it real. Us growing up, we all we, we we thought that was foreign. We thought credit was foreign. Like it's only mm. for a particular type. We always thought it was hard to get credit. Right. We always thought you had to do something or you had to be a certain person. You got to know a certain, right? <laughs> we did We like to this day. We, we you know it's easy to go get it. Yeah. Like you don't have to have no degree. You don't have yeah. to. You know you can go there and get a credit card today or tomorrow.
1: But I've run to a lot of people that like don't even want to use credit or mortgages or loans because they feel like it demeans them, like it makes them more of a boss that they they peeling off cash and get paid cash when you're really being more more foolish, right. right, by doing that because when you pay that cash, one, your money's gone. Two, like you said, you're not building a, a reserve tank or any kind of liquidity and then you're not getting no points for it or none of that. So it's like, I think a lot of times our ego has also taught us, especially coming from the hood and from certain cultures and the culture trap, right. that like, the fact that I could pay mine cash makes me
0: more of a baller, more of a bigger figure because I could pay mine cash versus credit. Right. Yeah. I I think it's more of a discount thing. I think people, I think honestly, people really do. Even guys in the hood really want credit. Like I Mm. talked to, like I talked to them plenty of times, they really want credit, but they discount themselves. like, you know, i don't pay cash. They they, they give them the easy way out Ah. of not to go take the steps to go get that credit. They really want it. It's an excuse. It's an excuse. It's like yeah. been in the streets. Like somebody say, you know what? I, I, I know you are I know you coming back. You buying ten pounds every single time you come back and see me. You know what? I got hundred pounds. Anybody that's in the streets gonna take that hundred pounds? Cause like, dang, I can do something with that hundred pounds. Right. You know what I'm saying? But if, if you don't, if you don't have the opportunity, or if you don't think you can have the opportunity, you are gonna discount yourself every right. single time. I'm not because you feel like, oh, ones. I don't need that. You know, I, I don't need that. I'm good. You're telling yourself yeah, that because you don't right. but you really deep down you really want it. You really know
1: you need it, <laughs> right? So you give me an excuse, and you really caught in the cash trap, right? Of course, of course. How to get caught in the cash trap? <laughs> right. No, I love that. So, all right. So, boom. So you built that up. Got the Airbnbs going and flowing. Um, and, and for more businesses. And that I guess it gave you some cash flow as well from from, from doing yeah, that. Yeah,
0: it gave me the cash flow. And then, you know, like I say, Jay, earlier, man, I'm, I'm like always trying to grow. Any business I'm in, anything I'm doing, I'm always trying to do better than what I was doing before. Like, yeah, I'm, I'm getting more Airbnbs, but what can I do to take my Airbnbs to another level? Mm. So it clicked. I'll never forget this day. It clicked. I'm like, you know what? I need, I need to have, I need to do something different. I need, I need to create an experience. I need to have an Airbnb when they walk in. They like wow, this don't look like no other Airbnbs like so I, I ain't gonna lie, I, I got inside the theme Airbnbs. I was like I, you Themed know, Airbnb. theme Airbnbs. I ain't know I didn't even know what theme was back. I mean I, you know what theme you know what the theme is, but I didn't know to call it a theme Airbnb. I was like you know I'm gonna do a unique unit. I did a I did an all pink Barbie unit because one thing about it, one thing about it like people see me with doing Airbnbs now, they probably say damn why you did Barbie your first theme unit. I knew females like, you know, I had a female clothing store back in the days. So I know females are gonna spend money. Right. So I know, okay, if I do a fee, a something for the females, they're gonna spend money. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it may be $500 a night, but if they wanna stay there, they're gonna figure out a way to get that $500. No matter if it's their last money, they, they gotta go do something strange, for <laughs> <put> some change. <laughs> they're gonna get that $500. Right. But, but the thing about it is, when I did it, because I, I wanted to do something different in my business, it was a game changer, Jay. I had so many, so many celebrities, um, Regina Carter, um, Jada Waiter, Missy Elliott, Cardi B, mm. so uh, Monica, so many people was reaching out to me just to take photos or to stay in that Airbnb to have little dinners, whatever. I was able to make thousand dollars a night. My overhead to the you know was around like two thousand dollars, so two bookings thousand dollars a piece. Smacking them. Yeah, like before we even put on Airbnb, when my wife posted pictures on Instagram. People is already messaging her how much it is to stay there. I need to do, I want to do a private dinner, da, da, da. I'm like, dang, we got to book it. I'm like, I need some more. So I ain't going to lie, all the Airbnbs until until then, I started doing theme units. Mm. I'm like, instead of making this $2,500 a month profit, I can make anywhere between $5,500 to $10,000 a month. Investing more into it. (laughs) Investing more into it, adding more value. Mm. Like I tell people, you add that value, you're going to always get overcompensated. You know what I'm saying? Like. So I, I added more value until until my um, business, and I got I got overcompensated, man. I was like, "This is crazy." That's a trap bar right there. Crazy, bro. Add more value. Yeah. Over o- overextend, give overvalue, and get
1: overcompensated. Of course.
0: People always people say that all the time. How much can I make having a podcast? Or oh, how much can I make having a restaurant? How much can I make? No. How much value can you add? Mm. Because Chick Fil A sell nuggets, McDonald's sell nuggets, the mm. Fiji water. They got aquafina water, all different prices. The bread, the mm. bread out, they all ain't got the same prices. Mm. L.A. gas is cheaper, is, is, is more higher than Atlanta gas. Same, same gas. Mm. You know what I'm saying? It's all, it all depends on what, what value are you adding. Mm. What value are you are you? Adding? <laughs> I, I, I added the value in my business. I was able to, to get overcompensated because now not my, not my demand went up. Now my can go up. (laughs) Right, zone in the trap. trap. Yeah, we out here though, you know. (laughs) And and crazy, I didn't even have no degree, brother. I ain't had no degree. I ain't have like no background. I ain't go to college for no interior decorating or no, you know, no business. (laughs) Just swag that right, thing out. Right. Give me, give me two more of the themes you did real quick. We segue to
1: our next part of the podcast. podcast.
0: Uh, I did a, I did so many things, bro. I did the Barbie thing like I was telling you. I did uh I did a white gold, um, like a Versace thing where I got the crown chairs in there. Mm. That's that's going crazy. I did another one where it was um, it was like a candy land where I had all types of candy in there, like crazy. <sighs> I did a theme like that. Um, what else theme did I did so much did a Miami inspired theme. That's the, that's yeah, that's, that's rich, rich. I did a right Chicago there. Bulls theme. Got the got the L Jordan flying on the wall, dunking the. Dunk, he's actually dunking the chandelier because I I had my graphic designer. He got crazy with it. I got my the chandelier is actually a ball, a crystal ball. But wow. so he painted the way he painted Michael Jordan like holding the chandelier, dunking it all across the wall. Um, man, I wanna one. I wanna stay in one of those. Yeah, two, of course. <laughs> two. I wanna do one of those. Right. I just wanna do one. Just, you be sending people my way, too, bro. And I appreciate it, man. I, hey, I, I, deep down, and but one thing, I don't want you, to, I don't want your people to take it, but they stay booked, bro. Like they, <laughs> they stay booked. Like one thing I like about the Airbnb business is like, like people always like I get a lot of love from you know you and my other family members that send me send me people, and I I really appreciate it but they stay so booked where it's like, I don't even have no space for the, the, for them really to stay, you know? So I tell everybody, like, get your theme unit. Get your Airbnb. People always need to pay to stay. Bro, they, I'm on. You already yeah, know. of course. I'm intentional.
1: I'm on. <laughs> Watch course. this. Y'all gonna, see, <laughs> y'all gonna see the Black House theme unit Right. Airbnb. We of course. We're gonna have a Black House joint. Right. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. So look, at this part of the podcast is called My Trap Analysis. And so what you guys got to see is King, Mr. Zoda Goat, who was able to um, avoid the corner trap by really tapping into what his true purpose is and how he can not get caught up in what he's seen, some of his family and his environment caught up in, and really make a choice that, yo, this ain't for me. I got more for my gifts. You also would have see him really make a straight skirt halt on the on the college trap, where he was actually going into a career, where he beat the corporate trap. We would have been a male nurse, fine profession, fine career, but he said, look, college. And this corporate thing is not for me. I want to tap into entrepreneurship um, and really push myself. And then this brother is so rooted um, in his self and his self-belief and his vision and his humility was really to able to obliterate the culture trap. And even though he drives nice cars and does nice things and vacation treats his wife well, all those things, he's doing it only in when and because he wants to do it, not because the culture told him he should move. right? And so we live like that we're really um, redefining, or I would even say rejecting the culture trap. And I think that's a great example because when they could see more um, kings and queens in our community that can do the nice things pick our spots, do it in moderation, but not be moved because of what a rap song says or what a video says or what our peer group says. Now we truly got freedom. So I want to commend you, King, Appreciate for being a, a trap annihilator. Appreciate in, it, in real life. Appreciate it for yes, real. Yes, absolutely. And so now um, I want to ask you, in this segment called The Trap Transition, what was one aha moment during your journey where you knew, like, yo, those other things ain't for me, like, this is my route, this is where I got to go? Was there any, like, epiphany, kind of, like, aha moment where it really was, like, yeah, either I'm on the right track, with confirmation, or you knew, like, this is where I got to go?
0: Uh, I mean, honestly, it was, like, really making my mom proud. You know, mm. that that was, like, the moment, because I feel like, I don't know about it, every kid, but I used to always feel like every kid at least want to make their parents proud. You know, like, at least want your parents to say, like, I'm proud of you, so, like, my when, when I really can see, like, when I really, like, like hear my mom and she was saying that, like, I'm so proud of you. That was like my that was like my moment. Like the moment then, like, you can't even explain. Stamp. Right. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> no, I, I'm proud of you. I, it don't mean as much as your mom being proud of you, but I'm proud of you. I appreciate <laughs> you yeah, appreciate you. it for sure.
1: All right, so family, let's go on to the trap seat. Let's be like King zone and the trap seat. So the trap seat is our hot seat, and it's basically an opportunity. I'm gonna ask you a few questions, we're gonna right. rattle off and wanna get your uh, uh, your answers on this part called trap blown. That's where you blow the trap up, right? Right. And so the first I want to ask you is, uh, what amazing thing have you accomplished or experienced? You've been all over the world, right? Or done that's like a mind blowing moment. Might be mind blowing for us, or it's mind blowing to you. Are you like, y'all Yo, can't even believe I'm here. Or did this outside of driving with the the lion tiger. the right, Okay. I'm, I'm, okay. I got some good give, one. Give give, give, give give us a mind blowing moment there. I
0: mean, mind blowing was actually. When I tapped in and I was like, I could take this credit card and buy everything and don't get charged zero percent interest, and I actually did it, mm. and I actually paid it off, and I got and I had all these reward points and bonuses, and I had an Airbnb paid for from the bank's money. <laughs> that was mind blowing. I was like, I need to like teach people and show people that they can do this. Like, mm. you know, you don't have to have what you think you need right. to like really achieve and get to that bag. You so know he was what I'm able saying?
1: To- Grab a whole Airbnb, furnish <laughs> it, pay for from it. From the bank's money. From TBM, right. the bank's money. Right. And then put that to work for you and your family.
0: Yeah, of course. Of <sighs> course. That was like, that was like, wow, wow. I like magic. <laughs> Trap blown. <laughs> right. <laughs> out of thin air. That's like true. And then 0% interest. 0% interest. And, like a out,
1: and then got
0: a, a, a reward right. points for it. Right, And I still had like another 12 months left with 0% interest. So I did it. I did it again. Got another Airbnb. Did the same thing. Doubled up on them. Yeah, purchase everything. On their money. Yeah, from Amazon, Wayfair. I was buying everything online. I was like, with the credit, with the bank's money. Wow. Right. Amazing. I was like, this is what the wealthy people have been doing for years, for decades. And we've been spending cash like a fool because we ain't even told You know what I'm saying? Secrets of the 1%. <laughs> we've been left in the trap. <laughs> <laughs> in real life. Right.
1: All right, so another part of Trap Blown. Give us a moment in life that was regrettable. Or maybe shameful right. or embarrassing where you like, yo, man, that ain't me. If I could have that one back, right. give, give me okay. that one back.
0: Yeah, you got you got, some good questions. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, in so the, the one thing, I ain't gonna lie. I'm going to keep it real. This is more of a personal level. Like, sure. me and my wife, I think we went to the DR. We went to the we Dominican Republic when we first started dating. Mm-hmm. You know, like, and I, you know, you out, you know, all-inclusive. You get a couple drinks. I ain't gonna lie, I got more than a couple of drinks, Jake. I I, I had probably had about four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten drinks. But I ended up, I had a fool, man. It was regrettable, man. I, I think I probably, uh, I was at the timeshare thing. You know, when they trying to sell you the timeshare at the hotel? Yeah. I done, I done, I done uh, probably cussed out my girlfriend during that time. Like, cursed out the people. Just, you know, I, I, I hated the food. <laughs> it was fool incredible. Fool. <laughs> I woke up the next morning. I'm like, dang, what the world I did? <laughs> she, she telling her parents what I did and all this. and You know what I'm saying? I'm like, You was a like, Wow. It, it, yeah, but, yeah, but it was regrettable. but it made me man up. It made me, like, put down the alcohol. It made mm. me, like, really, like, turn and, like, you know what I'm saying? I don't really want to go that route because I know, okay, one, one thing, of alcohol can really change my life. Mm-hmm. You know, some so many people and so many people in the pen and jail from just by taking that one blunt. Decision. Yeah, that one decision, taking that blunt, taking that drink, and they go out here and do something foolish, mm-hmm. causing them 20, 30 years, of the rest of their life. I said, mm-hmm. I, I don't, I don't, I, I want to have my my right mind when I'm making decisions in life. I don't, I don't want to lose a good person. I don't want to lose a good friend. Mm-hmm. You know, so that, what was you drinking? I don't know, man. They was making some type of drinks, bro. I just kept taking it. I was like, "Hey, free. You know how you're right, the right. drinks? you they You trying to maximize your, your, yeah, yeah. your, your, your space. Right, right. Yeah, but I, I ain't gonna lie, I just I I try to rate from it now, you know. And I decided I never would do it. Right. But I ain't, you know, what a juice, I'm juicing it up.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Aquafina, Right, right. No, shout out to you, though. That's self-accountability, right. man. And self-awareness. All right, I, I love it, I love it. All right, so last part of Trap Blown.
0: The biggest bag you ever blew. Woo! <laughs> I ain't gonna lie, y'all. I, I, I blew some bags. Probably for my wife's birthday. I brought her the Lamborghini. Brought her the Rolls Royce. I flew her, I flew her family down. Jane, she knew her, fa- her family was coming down. Her dad don't like to fly, but I convinced him to come down, put him on a private flight. We had dinner in the air, dinner in the sky for like two hours. We flew back. We was at a private um, airport. We had a party at the private airport. DJ, real party at the private airport. And then after that, we went like five minutes away. Took her to um, took her to like this park, and and I had the I had a Beyonce marching band come out playing the drums. The Beyonce marching and, band. Yeah, and, and that's when I gave her the the, the Royce. You know, the the Lamborghini truck was out there. When the plane landed, that was on the runway. When the plane so wait, landed.
1: she gets off the plane, right. and it's a Lambo truck. She's like, "Oh my God, baby, right. thank
0: you like?" You I know, had the gifts, I had the Louis Vuitton bags, the Chanel boxes, and all of that. You know what I'm saying, like.
1: So then you go from there to the Beyonce band, right? And you got pulled with another,
0: yeah, another yes. foreign, right? Because you was at, you was at my party when I when she when she got me the Rolls Royce, right? I, yeah. I ain't gonna lie, I'm gonna keep it real, man. Because a lot of I'm gonna just keep it real, right? Your, right your show, you know, I went hard because that was my wife. But then again, my wife brought me to my car. So a lot of people that didn't know me, they ain't know. Though so I been, I, I I had money before Instagram. They probably see me like, <laughs> you know, we know a lot of people before. I don't know how much time we got left, but I'm gonna speed it up. A lot of people before, when they looked at the Kardashians, they they ain't know Rob. You know, I mean, I mean Scott. I mean, I mean Scott. They ain't no Scott family and Scott. They had bread too, but they, he, he was, they wasn't in the limelight. Like. So when my wife brought me the Rolls Royce, that's on social media. I could tell some people was like, look, like, yeah, your wife got the money. I could just tell in their eyes. <laughs> like, hey. So this one is, talk yeah. that talk. And, and, and I ain't gonna lie, it was some people that, that probably came around, but, I, but, but you know, I feel the vibe. So I'm like, you know, I'm, just, I'm, I'm gonna do something, let them know, I, I, I got this, I, <laughs> <laughs> like, like, I can make it happen. Right, and right, And I, right. I wasn't trying to impress them, right. I, but I'm like, you, 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 my wife deserves my, my deserve it, and, right. I, and I'm gonna do it to let, to let them know. I can do the Rolls Royce and the Lambo, and I'm gonna put on a private jet, and, and I'm gonna fly a family out, and, and I'm gonna have a marching band. You know and what I'm gonna get rose on top right. of that. Right, right, right. Of course. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs>
1: Man, look, that's man's man. Right. <laughs> My wife bought me a, a little drop-top wraith. Y'all want me looking. I see it in your eyes. Right. Uh, like, he ain't right. the one with the bread in this yeah. family. You ain't about
0: the little dog me. <laughs> <laughs> for real, for real. Like, like seriously, man, ain't about the little dog Zoe. Zoe, the goat. <laughs> for real, for real. <laughs> Just blew the
1: trap up. Ain't nobody spent the bigger back on the trap than Zoe the goat. Right. That right, right.
0: But I, I ain't going to lie, bro. I, I don't know how much I spent. I didn't even add it up. I, like, I knew I spent... Well, I know I spent a bag. I didn't even add it up. Yeah,
1: well, I don't even need the number. You yeah. do even got to the number. I, I didn't even add like, it up,
0: bro. I ain't going to lie. I was like, I'm scared to add
1: <laughs> up. I don't even want to know. <laughs> yeah. It might hurt my feelings. I don't even want to know. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Ernestine Morrison, this episode is not for you. <laughs> yeah, don't
0: watch this, Ernestine. <laughs> <laughs>
1: this is not for Ernestine Morrison. Listen, I'm not getting caught in the zo-trap. I'm not getting caught in the go trap No. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> so, all right, cool. Now we're going to segue, King, to one of our last parts of the episode, and that is the trap cheat sheet, right? This right. is um, where you can look back either at your younger self or to someone that might be going through, you know, one of them traps, right? right. And um, just talk to them, man, what's a trap cheat sheet of what someone that's coming up as an entrepreneur, someone looking to make it, someone really caught in the corporate trap, man, right. that, that rat race, that, right. that I'm gonna go to school, get good grades, get a job, right, I'm gonna just go to college and get this good career, that's gonna just save me and take care of everything, and, right?
0: What do you say to that person to beat that trap? I say get your credit right first. Get your credit right. No matter how, how much money you got, no matter, no matter where you're at in life, get your credit right. Because I, I thought I could do so much until that lady told me, we can't give you that 50000 Even though we know you got fifty k, you got 100000 k, whatever it is, mm-hmm. we can't give you fifty k because your credit. So I knew that, wow, I need to get my credit right. Now these days, you go get a job, you go, you go get an apartment, you go get a house, they're checking credit for every single thing. That's kind of like a make or break depending on how much deposit you're going to leave. Do, do they want to do business with you? They're checking your credit. So I tell people, get, get your credit right so you can be able to really live a life and be able to have OPM, have, that ba- have the bank money. Because mm. if I knew what I knew now, I, I'd be way more, quote-unquote, successful, mm. you know, in people's eyes, whatever, or just invest in, in yeah, listen, myself. Facts. I, I'd be way more successful if I knew about the credit. So I tell people, focus on getting your credit right. Because once you get your credit right, you ain't gotta, you ain't got to work so hard to build up and to invest. You can use the bank's money, take a course. They got courses out. Take a course. You ain't got to go through college. You ain't got to take math again. You got to take English. take this course, go get your trucking company. Go, go, go ahead and start your Airbnb. Go start your, your real estate portfolio, whatever it is. Yep. Of their money. All right, right. And another thing I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to give away for y'all that don't know, you know, just because y'all on my brother podcast, y'all watching right now, and, 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 and this stuff may change, but City have a custom card, Citi Bank. City mm. custom cash card. They're doing 15 months of 0% APR right now. And, and also Chase, Chase, Chase got a credit card. Chase Freedom, Chase Bank, Chase Freedom. You can go online and apply. And a lot of times you don't even have to have a bank account with these banks. A lot of, I got mm. I got over a million dollars of credit cards in my, in my pocket now. You know what I'm saying? Well, around but, with an mo. Yeah. Yeah. But a lot. But a lot, I don't have I don't have a lot of I don't have bank accounts with all these credit cards. They just want my business. Mm. But I but I keep their money. So if I want to make an investment, guess what? Swipe using their money. Well, I'm going to use my money. I'm gonna mm. put it in the crypto. I'm gonna put it in the stocks. Right. Let it work for put us. Put it now. into your wife's birthday. Right. <laughs> <laughs> right. In real life. Right. All right. So
1: family, look what this is what we're gonna do. I talked to King Zoe this is my brother for real. Like we break bread together. Right. We go to each other's houses. Like our families, our families in a mix, right? He had to come to the trap. But um, Zoe, I gotta pull a, a big bro card. Right? right. So Zoe said, that we're going to do something special to offer you guys uh, uh, access and some bonuses or discounts to this Airbnb program. Right?
0: Yeah, my Airbnb masterclass. So if a lot of y'all look in and say, dang, like, I'm making money, but I want to make more money. I want to replace my income from my nine to five. I want to make passive income mm. to be able to become wealthy, make that residual. I suggest getting a theme unit. Some of y'all probably can't do Airbnb in your cities because of restrictions, but guess what? You you could put it on peer Space and rent it out you know, by the hour. PeerSpace is like an app, like Airbnb. It already have a big platform. But guess what? You can have a theme unit on there, it out for 150, 200 dollars per hour. Make 500 dollars a day. Just get you a hack and a Time's bar. Times that by four. Four days out of the month. Four days out of the month, pay for your overhead. The other 26, 27 days, straight profit in your pocket. Build wealth, build that mm-hmm. passive income, have that money working for you. So you said, I mean, you know what we're gonna do? We're, yeah. gonna, get the, we're gonna get the people the game because that's right. what they need. All right, so look at what I'm gonna do is I'm gonna talk to
1: Zo after this, and we're gonna get some of this credit game from Zo too. Right. He thinks he's only gonna give us <laughs> the Airbnb game. Nah, we need that credit game. Let's get
0: it down, look All right. For the people. All Let's, right. We say we need, no more. We need more people, we need more people looking like us inside them airport lounges. I was in there yesterday, man. I'm like, Oh, only one lady that was like the color of me. I'm like, man, we need more people in there that look like us. Say that. E- eating free, drinking for free. You know, being in there, you know, in pri- that private part, you know, for free because they credit right. So See, we, I'm saying
1: abundance happen. mindset. Of course. So family, this is what we're going to do. We're going to give you the Airbnb game. He just gave you an amazing hack in your city. If you already try to use that excuse to count yourself out, he's already gave you the route off that right there, give you a cheat sheet. And then we're going, um, Kingsville King's going to bless us with some of the credit game. He just gave you like three credit cards you put in your pocket. Right now, yes. for free podcast, just showed you how to come up. What he you got? His pocket M's, right? right? I'm sitting on a $100,000 credit line right now. Right, right now. Same thing. So we're talking about six or seven figures of TBM, the bank's money. But we're going to give our How to Beat the Trap listeners and viewers opportunity to tap into that education in real
0: Life. Let's get it, bro. So,
1: Kings Oda Goat, where can they follow you, find you, man, and get tapped I, uh, in with
0: you? I'm on Facebook and Instagram. Um, I'm on heavy on Instagram. Like, I'm, I'm on a daily. So, Mrs. Oda Goat, M R Z O T H E G O A T, Mrs. Oda Goat on Instagram. Um, always on there. They can catch me on there. They can click the link in the bio, check out some of the stuff that I'm offering. Um, you know, if you like it or not, you know, <laughs> so I know you'll love it. Oh, you're going to love it, right? Right. I love changing lives, it's, you know.
1: That's right. And we're going to have that trap promo code for you guys to be able to even get some discounts from my brother and some bonuses, right, just because you're a listener here on this life-changing podcast. Let's brother, get it. Let's get it. I appreciate you, man. I appreciate you, you know, for having me, you bro. You
0: for real. I love already. you, too, bro. Always love. Yes, sir. For real. <laughs> Listen, family, we just
1: did it. We just brought the goat who just blew the trap up in real life, to how to beat the trap, man. Guys, make sure you subscribe to the podcast. Right now. Make sure you share this podcast right now. Change somebody's life. Follow my brother, Mr. Zoda Goat, and I'll see you on the next episode of how to beat the trap. Woo! In real life. Just like that. (laughs) Hey, Peace Family, real estate pioneer, Jay Morrison, coming to you live from the Black House. Uh, Why haven't you got your first of his kind video Textbook, excuse me, interactive video textbook experience, the 12 step real estate crash course. This book will make you a real estate power player in real life with over six and a half hours of video lessons with 290 pages of real workbook experiences, tests, quizzes, assessments that give you the skill set, mindset, and formulas needed to dominate in real estate and be a power player in any part of the industry in real life. Homeowner, realtor, wholesale, landlord, flipper, developer, don't matter. You need this book. Your family needs this. this. This book, go tap in, click the link right now for your for your interactive first of its kind video textbook experience in real life. Tap in.